Welcome back to Talking the House Down. I'm Jess. And I'm Peter. This week we have a match sim to go over, a little bit of news, and we're also assigning everybody on the list a Mario Kart character. So let's get into it. new in the so acacia can't join us this week because she is at taylor swift they're listening to come back be here teardrops on my guitar surprise song so instead peter is taking a step forward to the microphone yep we'll see how that goes but it's a bit of variety for everyone so news this week patrick voss has been signed on in our supplementary signing period spot thoughts not many. Yeah, look, we haven't. Um, he's yeah. been all right in the match sims and preseason games. We just don't know a ton about him. Yeah, he is only twenty though. Yeah, I think this is just a wait and find out type deal. Yeah. Um, I mean, if they're signing him now, there's obviously something going on, something good going on. Yeah. Um, you know, he's gotten goals, quite a few goals in our preseason matches or our practice matches. Whatever they're called, match sims. So he's got potential and he was delisted by Essendon. I feel like I read he came second in the runner up of Essendon BFL. Second or runner up in the fairest and best of Essendon BFL. So that's pretty good for a 20 year old. Yeah, I'm liking that. So we'll take it. Yep. Um, Fremantle released an article about how they've all been talking the house down. Did you see that? I think I did. It was but not too late. About Luke Ryan, and Luke Ryan said it's going to be a good year yeah. because we've been a bit more vocal this year. They've been talking the house down. Yeah, look, not saying there's any direct influence, but, um, you know... It was us. It, it could be some direct influence. They've been listening, and they know that they need to talk the house down. Yeah. And lastly, and big news this week, is that Jago O'Meara and Josh Tracy are best friends. I mean, like, this... Th- okay, this isn't a new thing. It's It's been just kind of hinted back and forth, um, especially with Fro posting, what, a week or so ago? They had that thing on their story um, of them kind of hanging out. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of been coming together, and here we go. Here We've we really are. pieced it together that they're kind of inseparable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, did a bit of a deep dive, and, you know... They've just got bits and bobs of, you know, posts and Which stories is just and stuff. Interesting. And we it's nice. It's very nice. They just don't seem like the people yeah, you'd expect really to not. be friends. I mean, I kinda think it's almost like a, almost like a mentoring kind of thing because Josh Tracy's what, twenty one yeah. and Jago Amir is just about to hit thirty. So he might be passing on some knowledge yeah, or some years kind of, of Jago Amira. Thirty years of Jago Amira. Yeah. You know what? If he's doing that, if he is doing kind of like a mental mentee type thing. That, that, yeah, I like that. Get around it. Well, that's this week's news. (laughs) Yeah, huge. Huge news from Fremantle. So we went to training once again. Yep. Um, Our training notes are interesting, and we don't have too much to say about training, but the Adventure World drill is kind of crazy. Um, Like a six-point drill, but maybe like a 20-point drill. I mean, they were just doing lines, but lines all around the oval um it was kind of fun kind of interesting to watch yeah so i Um, wonder how it got named adventure world like where was i find it really interesting that their drills all have fun names i just think that's like a nice touch and adventure world really stands out on that board is what are we going to be doing and also the roly polies oh yeah so we had the commando shoulder thingy the other week and then this week we had 
jumping up in the air and doing two roly-polies in a row. Like, you know what? Okay, cool. You know, It was just brood, interesting. Brooding a bit of a circus here. So I don't know if that's a weekly thing. Every week a new little trick or what, but... And it's not are. everyone. It's It just seems to be <laughs> like <laughs> 10 people that yeah. just get... I don't know, is it randomly selected? Maybe they're just... I don't know. I don't think it was the same group. <laughs> no, it didn't look like it. I think there were different ones. I don't know if everyone on our list would be capable of doing a forward roll. Like, I don't think everyone can do that. And it was pretty smooth. A little roll and then a jump. I don't think everyone could do that. I'm not going to name any names. I don't feel like that's fair. But I'm sure that it can't be everyone. Um, Tracy has been talking the house down once again. Yeah. Had some really nice boots as well. Yeah, pink boots. And they tweeted about it. And we had it, we had it noted, Fremantle. Yeah. Um, some interesting performances from Luke Ryan. Yeah. What, what was he doing? He was having a bit of a day. Maybe it was just a bit of a day, but it was a bit concerning because he was on the floor every two seconds and... I just want to know what's going on with him. I feel like he might just be at that stage where he can do what he wants and it's fine. But it was a bit concerning what he was up to. Just some food for thought. The training session did end with a sweater injury, which is a bit concerning. But he came up clear, I think. Yeah. It was just like a bit of awareness. A couple days later seemed, you know... Nothing too serious, just kind of manage a bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know. And he was at match sim, just not participating. Yeah. So he should be okay. We hope he's okay because we do kind of need him. Um, small forwards are not something that we have readily available. So hopefully he'll be back and ready to go, hopefully for the practice match this week, which is only a week away from when we start playing actual games against other teams. Um, but we do kind of need Switter, although him being out does give good opportunity for Cooper Simpson. So I think a Cooper Simpson debut is just looking more and more likely. And he was up and about at training. Yeah. All right. So match sim, the teams were pretty much the same as the week before, except Ethan Hughes and Bailey Banfield moved to the white team. And the white team last week... Um, they also lost Chapman and Switter due to injuries. But they were up and about last week. They smashed it. This week it was pretty even, and then Purple ended up winning. So I don't know if that tells you something about Ethan Hughes and Baylor Banfield, or if it tells you something about Heath Chapman and Switter, or if it tells you nothing. But it's just some food for thought. What's your thoughts on Match Sim? Yeah, I mean, between Purple and White, it was pretty, like, it didn't seem like an A team and a B team. It was quite well mixed so we had some notable names from purple were sean darcy who seemed to be the captain oh that was not the interesting thing yeah sean darcy yeah. is the captain you know what? yeah sure <laughs> going to do the coin toss that's how yeah, we know yeah um but yeah so versus the purple team we had andy brochure uh tracy again sam stewart tom emmett nathan driscoll uh oh cooper simpson was there and jai amos i don't and know why tracy's gone above jai on your I don't know. This is just. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure when, who, what, where, how. Um, Sam Stewart. Don't. Worry. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but then we had the white team with um, Caleb Sarong, Ethan Hughes, Alex Pierce, Will Brody, Luke Jackson, Nat Fife, 
and Oscar McDonald. I mean, okay, so there was the captain. Yeah, he, Oscar he McDonald. He went up yeah. to do the the coin toss with Sean Darcy. So I mean, there were other people in those teams. Uh, that I, was just our I'm notable just names. Not listing all of them because they're talking the house down favorites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just you know. Ethan Hughes was slaved up, and he. Look, I don't think Ethan Hughes was very notable, but for some reason I do need to make note of him every week when talking the house down. But Chapman out leaves a space in that role, and I think this is Ethan Hughes' moment to solidify his best 22 spot for the season. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's running out of time. He, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was Maybe also, this, year, this year. Well, Ethan Hughes is in the last year of his contract. Yeah. And we've had some people ask us our thoughts on who's running out of time in their contract. And I need us to sign on Ethan Hughes. I need that. As owner of the Ethan Hughes appreciation page. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. But I have a feeling that this might be his last year if he doesn't have a big breakout moment. So this is his moment to come in, take best 22 spot, and have a huge year. But in general, out on the field, we were pretty loud. Yeah, oh my god. It was surprisingly, like, I don't know what Mm. I was expecting, but, you know, lots of yelling, lots of words being thrown around. You know, I can can get around it. I can really respect it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's kind of what we need. (laughs) We do need some communication and some leadership out there, I think. And to be fair, I think on game day, it's so loud anyway that you probably don't know if they're talking to each other down there. They could be. But it was very loud on Friday at the match sim. And I do appreciate that. I think we need to be up and about and talking, talking the house down. We were also quite feral. Yeah. I think that's the big notable thing that everyone was commenting on is there was a lot of fighting going on. Especially between Sarong and Pierce. Like, they were... (laughs) They had something to do, something to say, yeah. and they were up and about going absolutely nuts. So Ron um, gave away a few penalties, and him and Hayden Young did have a full-on fight at one point. Like, I think there were some jumper punches thrown around. There were things happening, and, like, I appreciate a bit of fire, but where is it? what's happening? Like, where where does this come from? Okay, can we save it for the other teams and Alex Pierce was crazy he was throwing people around and I don't know where this came from because to me Alex Pierce just does what he has to do normally and sometimes he doesn't even do that but he'll take his intercept marks and go on with his day he is not the kind of person who's throwing people around and yet here he is spinning Neil Erasmus around taking him to the ground doing too much well, he, he got lobbed last year. If he gives that energy to the other teams, annoying people, then that's okay. Yeah. Well, but why is he, what did Neil Erasmus do to him? That's a baby. Like, save it for Rory Lobb or save it for, like, James Sicily or someone annoying. Like, Neil Erasmus did nothing wrong. So I appreciate the passion, but he's just taking it out on the wrong person. So, that's our main notes on Match Sim. Again, I think our notable moments are not the notable moments that you might be seeing on Twitter and Big Footy. 
And that's why you listen to Talking House Sound Podcast. They did stop 17 seconds early. Just something I noticed, which I thought was worth writing down. Just interesting. Yeah, they all seem to just take a knee. Yeah, it's been a great few days for me So there's a common question going around the football world, which is what Taylor Swift song is your favourite? And to be honest, I think it's an interesting question to ask because not a lot of the players know many Taylor Swift songs and they all just end up saying the basic ones. So what I think people should be asking is what Mario Kart character do you play as? Because everybody knows Mario Kart. And they'll have a good answer, and I feel like you can tell a lot about somebody by who they play as in Mario Kart. So we have gone through our Fremantle list, and we have assigned everyone with a Mario Kart character. And I think they're all pretty good. We've got some good ones in here. So we've gone through alphabetically by first name. Um, We do have some explanations in there, particularly when we get to Ethan Hughes. But, you know, we'll go through, and if you have any thoughts of our character selections or you have someone that we missed and you have a good character for them then tell us on twitter at tchdpod so let's get into it you can go first because you did this one um okay so (laughs) starting off with alex pierce we have rory um who's one of the cooperlings yeah the cooperlings um rory has like these red sunnies hang on yeah Rory has, like, these red sunnies, and it just kind of looks like a, a... Just a real dude. Yeah. Um, I, I'd look. That's kind of it. It just kind of gives me Alex Pierce. Oh, and by the way, we're going for the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe roster. Yeah, okay. Which I think every character that's ever been in Mario Kart is in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, but just in case you're wondering, who is Roy? Where did he come from? Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. For Andy, you also did Andy. You did a few of these starting ones. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, so for Andy, we had uh, Luigi, because it just, he just is a classic younger brother, but also like a very well-rounded, very appreciated character. Um, and better than Mario. And better than, and well, and better than Mario. Um, but yeah, no, it's, so Luigi, look. A classic. Absolute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for Bailey Banfield, we had Tanuki Mario, just, just because he's fun just he's there hangs around people like him Brandon Walker we had Peachette someone has to have Peachette and I feel like if there's anyone that could get around a Peachette it's probably Brandon Walker so that's what I gave him Um, for Brandon Cox we had Morton just because he's a solid unit you know and he's pretty big in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe competitive at one point and I could see Brendan Cox getting around competitive Mario Kart 8. I think, like, maybe not try-harding, but he'd be a few online matches. So I could definitely get behind that. Caleb Sarong, I gave him Toad. I don't think he could have anything else. He just kind of is Toad. He's little and he's silly. And I think, like, what else could he possibly be? Cooper Simpson, Cooper Trooper. Because they've got the same name. <laughs> Corey Wagner, we gave Bowser. I think Bowser's got a bit of, like... Corey Wagner's got a bit of fight to him. So I think Bowser makes sense for him. Um, Ethan Hughes, this is a big one. So 
If anyone knows Mario Kart Wii Online Competitive, even vaguely, you would be familiar with in the late 2000s, early 2010s, if you go online in Mario Kart Wii, every single person in the lobby is playing as Funky Kong. Because Funky Kong was the meta in Mario Kart Wii, Funky Kong Flame Runner. And I think that Ethan Hughes, if anybody on this list ever tryharded Mario Kart Wii, it would be Ethan Hughes. And I think he tried to try hard at that Mario Kart Wii in the late 2000s and played online as Funky Kong Flame Runner. And he was up and about competitive Mario Kart. And I think he went home and played that every single day after school when he was a kid. And then when Mario Kart came out and Mario Kart 8 came out without Funky Kong, he was fuming. But he's back now. And I think that Ethan Hughes picked Funky Kong. Nice. Because I think he tried harded. And he's emotionally attached to Funky Kong. I can respect that. So that's <laughs> that's yeah. Ethan Hughes. Um, and then for Hayden Young, we have Isabel, just because you know they're floppy-haired blondes that okay. you know ha- like a bit of you know fun. They're yeah. Do you reckon if you big, shake Hayden Young, people. he'll make like a bell sound? Like- yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just just slots them. Gets it done. Yeah. Good man. Heath Chapman Wiggler. I think Wiggler's just a guy. And Heath Chapman's just... They have the same smile. So I think Heath Chapman Wiggler just makes sense. Jago O'Meara. He's such a guy. Plays as the me. Because I think he doesn't care about the Marios and all that. He just... You know, he just wants to do some racing. And he probably... He probably plays as one of the guest maze. Like, guest C looks a bit like him. And then I think, in terms of the costumes, he'd give it Kirby or something. He kind of gives me Kirby. He's just a little bit silly. And I think he'd get behind a guest C May in a Kirby costume. Fuck, how good. Um, for James Aish, we had Ludwig, because they've just, they've both got their kind of parted hair, a little bit longer, and it just kind of, they just, Seem like cool dudes. Yeah. Just hanging out. Jeremy Sharp, Bowser Jr. I think he just looks like him. Like, I look at Bowser Jr. and I can see Jeremy Sharp in his face. And Bowser Jr. is a little bit silly. I'm calling everyone silly, but Bowser Jr., like, he just wants to run around and throw some little tricks on people, but he's just a baby, so it's just like a little prank, not like a... It's not ruining lives. And I think Jeremy Sharp kind of gives that. It's just want to be a little bit silly goofy, run around on the wing and not ruin some lives but cause some problems. Um, Jordan Clark, I gave Diddy Kong. I think he is Diddy Kong. Um, he's just, I keep saying silly, but Diddy Kong is a bit Jordan Clark. And they both have the hat. They have the hat. They have the vibes. Yeah. Diddy Kong does a backflip, and I think Jordan Clark could do a backflip if he wanted to. Oh, trampoline backflip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just been hiding it from us, yeah. but he can do it. And I think Diddy Kong would host the podcast, and I think Jordan Clark would host the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. there's that. Uh, for Josh Tracy, we had Petey Piranha, because they're both... Big and annoying. <laughs> Well, they they just like to get around things, you know? Hey, Petty Prime is my worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The game in Mario Party 1, 
with Petey Piranha on a skateboard. Don't get me started on how much I hate that game. What does that say about Josh Tracy? <laughs> you picked him for Petty Piranha. Yeah, I, I don't know. It that was, was just, your choice. That was just vibes. That was purely, like... But it, it mm. it's... They, they... Look, I can see it. I can yep. see it. Don't have a problem with Josh Tracy. Do have a problem with Petty Piranha. But that's okay. Yeah. So for Jai Amos, we have Yoshi. Because he, like, everyone loves him. Everyone, you know, gets around him. But there's... there's Big props. Yeah. Big ups. Yoshi's the classic. Yoshi's the one that you get on a t-shirt. And yeah. Jai Amos is the one you get on a t-shirt. Yeah. So, yeah. I can definitely get behind that. Um, oh, the, Carl Warner. Baby Peach. I think you gave it to him. They're both blonde. So, you couldn't really give him anything else. And he is, to be fair, a baby in the scheme of the team. He's only a kid. So, blonde, baby, baby Peach. Bang. <laughs> So these next two are a bit of a duo, they're kind of, you know, one-on-one type deal. Um, so we've got Luke Jackson and Luke Ryan as Waluigi and Wario, respectively. And, um, look, <laughs> you don't say any more. They're just... That's just it. That's just them. Yeah. Matt Tabiner, Baby Daisy. I think Matt Tabiner, like, everyone says he's a bit of a weird person. He needed something unexpected. And Baby Daisy, I think, to be fair, has a bit of Matt Tabner to her, but she's just a bit of a random pick, so I thought that was quite fitting for someone who's a bit odd. But he's a cat person, love that. That's you, Matt Johnson. <laughs> um, so for Matt Johnson, we had Link. Um, you know, something a bit new, something a bit interesting. Um, they both kind of come in and do what they need to do and get out of there. Um, yeah, don't really have much more to that. Michael Frederick, I gave him Birdo. I think Birdo's, like, a bit fun and fresh. And she's kind of underrated. I play as Birdo in Mario Kart, if she's available in that game. Love her. I think she's great. And she's just a bit of fun. She comes in different colours, and I think Michael Frederick could get around that. For Michael Walters, we had King Boo. I just think he's, you know, he's got such a dominance over everything and he's you know big guy i mean he's not a big guy but he's big name in the club um you know bit of a legend um that that's about it (laughs) five was you was it um and then that five uh was gold mario just you know everyone gets around him he's got his two brown lows off you go you know (laughs) yeah that's that's it (laughs) And to unlock gold Mario, you need to get a lot of coins. Or a lot of brown lows. Yeah. Don't know why I said that, because it doesn't make any sense. Nathan O'Driscoll, baby Mario. I think Nathan O'Driscoll has baby brother vibes, to be fair. And maybe because his sister's been with us and she's great. But I think he has definitely baby brother vibes. Baby Mario, for sure. Like, he's the main sibling, in a way. Emma O'Driscoll is the main sibling, but he's... Still, like, a big name, but he's the baby. So, I think Baby Mario for Nathan O'Driscoll. And Neil Erasmus, Rosalina. Rosalina, Mario Galaxy, like, that kind of vibe, I think, fits with Neil Erasmus. He seems like he'd be someone who played the Galaxy games. Like, he's around that age anyway. And Rosalina, she's just out here living her best life. So, I think Neil Erasmus, Rising Star. Rosalina, Mario Galaxy, Among the Stars. 
Need I say more? Oscar McDonald we gave lacquer to because he's just always kind of there, hovering around with a few things to say. Yeah. And if you don't know who Lakitu is, Lakitu is the guy that rescues you when you fall off. Yeah. So. He's got that cloud and just yeah floating around. Patrick Voss, he's a bit of a newbie, so we don't know too much about him. But we gave him Dry Bones. Um, dry Bones, he's just like a guy. And if you, if you kill him, he comes back to life. And I feel like, to be fair, Voss is like a tall forward. You get knocked around, you get back up. Just made that up on the spot. I don't really know why I gave him dry bones, but I think he could get behind dry bones. Uh, and then for Sam Sturt, we had Daisy. You know, just a step... Just a bit, you know, less serious than the rest. People still look at him and go, okay, off you go. Yeah, but he's the sidekick. But he's, he the is the sidekick. Character. He is the secondary, yeah. Um, um, and then for Switter, we had Cat Peach. Just because I think, you know kind of jumps around like a cat yeah he's kind of running around i don't know i know he's got that big dog but he he does have cat vibes in the nicest way you know yeah no great guy um and then sean darcy we had donkey kong because mate they're built the same (laughs) (laughs) like big guys big funny guys that kind of get around it um yeah yeah and I think similarly, we gave Tom Emmett Villager. Yeah. I think he's kind of built like Animal Crossing Villager. And I think he would be like an Animal Crossing person, to be honest. Like, I can picture him just relaxing with some Animal Crossing. But he definitely is built like Animal Crossing Villager. And then lastly, we have Will Brody with Mario. Mario is kind of like an all-rounder character with no particular things he excels at which is a bit rude, but he's just like an all-rounder. And I think Will Brody is definitely like, in terms of football, he's a midfielder and he doesn't really have any branches out. Like he's a good midfielder and he's a good all-rounder in that sense. Like he's good at that one thing, which is a bit Mario. So yeah. So that's our Mario Kart characters. If you agree with us or disagree with us, let us know at Pod on Twitter slash X. And now... All right, so now is time for our listener questions. So if you want to ask us a question, follow us on Twitter at TTHDpod. So first up, we have early predictions on what happens to our out-of-contract players at the end of the year. So we're going to do a little game. I'm going to read out all of the players whose contracts end this year, and Peter is going to say whether he thinks they will be delisted, whether we re-sign them, or whether they get traded, whether that be that they get poached or we choose to trade them for whatever reason or they change clubs as an unrestricted free agent. So we're going to go rapid fire. Let's go Bailey Banfield. Very sign. Conrad Williams. Trade. Corey Wagner. Very sign. Ethan Hughes. D-list. Josh Corbett. Um, oh. Quick. Trade. Matt Tavener. D-list. Only because he's getting old. Max Noble. Resign. Nathan O'Driscoll. Resign. Sam Sturt. <sighs> Trade. Sevet Quick. Resign. Tom Emmett. Resign. Ethan Stanley. Resign. Oh, D-list. Odin Jones. Resign. Patrick Voss. Resign.
So that is our little predictions. Okay. We'll see how the year goes. Um, other listener questions we have is, who would win between a swag-sized sweater and a sarong-sized swags? Like, this is doing my head I know the moment. Um, so, like, a, so a big sweater yeah, or a sweater. little Sean Darcy? A big sweater. Do you reckon? Yeah, because, like, how he is now, he's already up and about, like, all over the place. Like, he's... But he's not really the kind of person who would fight someone. No, 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 no. But he's, he's he could. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. I, I'm backing the sarong size swags. No. Because I think no, he's just got it in him. Sarong size swag is just sweater. Maybe. Like, it's, he, does, he, doesn't, he doesn't go after... Or, uh, okay, I think he doesn't go after people because he's not big and massive. But, like, yeah. he does okay. still have that fight in him to... Uh, yeah, if he was bigger, yeah, he might be throwing yeah, people around. Get okay. out and about. No, I can see that. Um, is Cooper Simpson a round one lock? And similarly, who is going to take the open small... Uh, <laughs> open spot as a small forward after the departure of Lachlan... Schultz. Um, I think maybe if Sweater isn't 100% by round one, maybe Cooper Simpson. Look, I think Tom Emmett probably fills in the I would rather Schultz Tom Emmett. Em- yeah. Okay. So I think, and ba- but based on preseason, I think Cooper Simpson's done more than Tom Emmett. I know you're a big Tom Emmett fan, but he has been pretty quiet. And Cooper Simpson has definitely been going hard for that round one spot. So I personally would pick Cooper Simpson for round one based off of what he's done in preseason. The reason they might choose Tom Emmett over him is if because Tom Emmett has that experience already, then they feel more comfortable putting him in there for round one. However, if Switter isn't ready from coming back from his injury, I wouldn't be surprised if we see both of them. We'll just have to say. I think so. They're all yapping on about Lucky shows. So that's it for this week's episode of Talking the House Down. Next week we have our first practice match against West Coast Eagles, February twenty fourth. Jago Amira birthday special at Laugh Lane Oval. So tune in next week to see the recap, the highlights, who's getting a spot in round one. We'll get to see what our best twenty two sort of looks like. It'll be interesting. So see you next week. in the oh, Jago O'Meara. Yeah, okay.